You're listening to the Evolving Truths Podcast, featuring mother-daughter hosts, Shannon Day and Alexis Ray, where honest and vulnerable conversations about personal growth create a connection between all of us. You're invited to experience the transformation that occurs when we allow the truth of who we are to evolve. Hello, you beautiful heart and soul. Thank you so much for being here. My name is Alexis Ray, and I am one of the hosts of the Evolving Truth podcast. With me, as always, is my mama, Shannon Day. Hi, mom. Hey, Lex. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you. I am so excited for today's conversation. Mom, what are we going to be talking about? Today, we're going to share an amazing experience that we got to have together and how it led to increased self-awareness and an engaging challenge that we hope everyone will join us in. Definitely. So the experience my mom is referencing is we just got to go to the Odessa concert out here in Phoenix. It was magical. Like one of the top three performances I've ever been to. It was unbelievable. Definitely a top concert amazing. Totally. To show up there, I was definitely feeling some anxiety before the show because of my concussion from the car accident. I am still sensitive to light and sound. I had to make a lot of adjustments. The concert was amazing, but it was also a challenge. We were grateful that the concert was outside because you being indoors with loud noises is really a challenge. So even though it was 98 degrees at the start of the concert, just really being happy that we were outside and thinking that would be helpful with the lights and the sound. It was really eye-opening to see how much you still had to adjust. I've been learning how I need to adjust because I have been going to other concerts. I have been testing my limits as to how much my body can handle and figuring out where my triggers are, but it still takes effort. As you say, we were excited to be outside because I have been to a few concerts where they were indoors and it was too much for me to handle. I was really grateful for that setting. Anticipating it to dissipate the sound. I was hoping the lights would spread out more. In addition to the temperature, I know it was hot for you, but I got to go to this concert in shorts and a tank top and not have to bring a jacket and worry about freezing, which is so freeing for myself as a person who is always cold. I love that for you. Yes, I was hot, though I did find some creative ways to cool myself off and had a great time even in the heat. While we were there, I had to wear sunglasses and my noise-canceling earbuds. I wear them in restaurants, at concerts, sporting events, in the airport, anywhere there's a lot of noise since I've been recovering from the car accident. That was the first time that you've really had to see me go into full protection mode in a while. What was that like for you to have to see me still do that? As a parent, challenging. I would just do anything to have you not feel uncomfortable. I would trade places with you if I could. Once it got dark, seeing you wear your glasses at times sit down and just have your eyes closed. One, it made me a lot more aware of just how bright the lights were. When you could kind of sense it, they're going to up it, then I would stand in front of you so that I could try and provide even just a little extra protection for you. 
I have definitely noticed a pattern in music now more than I ever have before when I'm at concerts. I can tell when a beat is going to drop. That is when you know the lights are going to come on. So I can keep my eyes open for certain periods of time during the song. And then when I feel that shift coming, I close my eyes and I put my hands over my eyes pretty often. Or like you said, I had to sit down because it was just too bright and I needed the bodies that were standing up around me to help dampen the light. But it's cool to be listening to music in this new way. When one sense goes away, your other ones are heightened. These two senses are very sensitive. I don't know if they're damaged, but they're still in recovery. So music is a totally different experience. (laughs) What came up for me watching you experience this concert in this way was how often I have been at a concert and seen others experiencing the concert in a different way than I was. Some may be similar to yours, wearing sunglasses at night or just sitting, looking at people that are dancing like crazy or taking up other space or you never see them clap. I often look at that and I pass judgment. Why are they even here? They're such a dud. What are they doing here? Or the person who has their sunglasses on through the night or you see them stand up, sit down and thinking they had a little too much to drink or what did they take before they got here? And it really made me stop and pause. You often say there's power in the pause, but in this case, the power of this pause really made me have an increased self-awareness around judgment of others. While the concert was going on and I was standing up and sitting down and covering my eyes and doing what I needed to do to watch this amazing show, did you observe other people that were having to make adjustments also or did you observe others observing me? Can you tell us what that was like? That's a great question. My focus was on you. I didn't pay attention to others who may have been looking at you, maybe with some of the judgments that I've looked at others. I didn't pay attention to others who were around and how they were enjoying this experience. Then I went to that internal place thinking, you were a complete stranger doing the things that you were doing, how I could have judged that, or actually I probably would have judged that. Did this realization come at the concert or were you feeling these reflections in the days after? What was the timeline? I grew up in an environment judging others because they didn't believe what I was taught to believe. Even judging others who held those same beliefs, but acted differently than I did. I took into adulthood. I modeled judging others. I don't remember exactly how old you were. Maybe 10, 11, 12. And I said something to you about someone. Don't recall what any of that is, but I recall your reaction. Mm. And you looking at me like, wow, she just said that. And that's my mom. A look of disappointment, just disapproval. From that moment on, I've tried to be more self-aware about judging. I think about times that I make comments about someone or something, and I'll even say, I'm not judging, it's their choice, but 
Oh, those sneak into so many conversations. When those moments come up, I have gotten to the point where before it even comes out of my mouth, I'm able to stop myself and ask, is this loving? If it's not, then I don't have to say it. If I'm having to say I'm not judging, but I'm still going to share my opinion, then I'm still putting an unloving thought into the world. That is not what I want my energy to be used for. Agreed. Gaining that awareness, gaining that perspective of our thought is the first step. I'm so grateful that this concert got to be an experience like that for you. That was the trigger point for you to be able to say this is a new evaluation that I haven't had at the forefront of my mind maybe in a while. Going back to when I started trying to be aware of it and that look you gave me, and you might have even made a comment about it. The moment that you are describing was a moment for both of us. A moment of you realizing my mom's not perfect. Yeah, there were very few. We can say, yes, my mom's not perfect. But I would say there were very few moments growing up with both your dad that I ever thought that's something I never want to replicate. And I remember that being a moment that I said to myself, man, I really don't want to be like that. Yeah, that's great. I applaud you for that. Recognizing when we see those around us or our parents model something and we get to choose, do we want to follow that or do we not? A lot of times we learn by making decisions of, I don't want to be like that. That's where having less judgment of others really started for me years ago. It is something I endeavor to pay attention to. This concert was a really specific experience where it made me think about other concerts and judgments that I've had. Thank you for sharing this perspective with me, Mom, because in full transparency, it gives me so much personal validation I was sitting at that concert doing everything I needed to do to be able to enjoy it and be present. And not once did I have concern of what anyone else was thinking about me. I love that you are younger than me and hitting a spot where you don't have that. I feel like I've only recently, maybe from my halfway to 90 on point of life, got (laughs) to the spot of going, I don't care what others think. It is coming out of necessity, and I think that's why it's giving me a greater sense of power and embodiment in it, but it also is translating to other areas of my life. That confidence to do what I need to do to be able to enjoy an event, I love and appreciate live music. That is not something that I am ready to cut out from my life. So in order to keep going to concerts, I have to keep finding ways that will allow me to go. It models beautifully showing up as yourself and doing what you need to do for you to be there as your whole self, then being able to take that and utilize that in other areas of your life. Who would think we could get so many lessons from attending an Odessa concert? For real. There are metaphors every single day, every single decision that we make. We are practicing for the Olympics of life every moment of every day. This journey and how we get through it in the most authentic way and enjoy it to the fullest degree. Certainly not saying that everything we face is going to be great. The hard things we hit, the mistakes that we make and have to go back to and think about, it's all part of it. 
even in the hard stuff. We are talking about a concert that was a challenge for me that I could have had a negative mindset in. I could have sulked. I could have asked to leave early. There were three opening acts. All of them had lights. All of them had loud music. (laughs) We were there for a long time. I was so grateful to witness each one of them. By the time Odessa came on stage, I was questioning my ability to stay through the show. You made the adjustments you needed to stay in that space. You did state in the future, you may have to adjust and not be able to take in the opener's It helps us think about what we need to do in our own lives, where we might need to make some adjustments, even if it feels uncomfortable or it's not our norm. We're making our daily lives be the way that we need them to be for us to live in our daily lives. But it's crazy that we have to tell ourselves that we have to adjust ourselves inside our own lives. We do have to look at what has been a habit and how we've been living our lives. And then question, is that really serving us? Or is that going to help me get to the next level or reach this goal? From there, we look at what habits have us in that space and make a decision to adjust those habits, make a decision to change that behavior so that we can get where we want to go and be in life. Thank you, mom for bringing us back to our purpose and sharing how this everyday life experience gave you a realization of what you want to focus on. You are welcome. That was neither planned nor intentional. This is us talking about our experience at the Odessa concert and how much we learned getting to have these conversations with you and being here with Evolving Truths and engaging with our community has made me ask more questions. You've been modeling that so beautifully for most of your life, but more recently since your emotional becoming. And even more recently in transitions that you've gone through personally, I love to see how you're growing and changing from that. And I realize I can do that too. Yes, mama. Yes, mama. You're (laughs) supposed to do it too. We're doing this together. We are. And not only you and I, but all of us who are here going back to the concert and these lessons that have come from it. I just really had to sit and think about why is my expectation that others act the way that I do or think like I do. I'm using a concert as an example. But we know we can take that to other areas of our lives. Yes, this is a concert, but it also has given you perspective on when we're in a restaurant. It makes us think about it when we're in an airport, walking down a grocery store and there is a screaming child. When someone cuts us off on the road, when our manager is not so nice to us. Being more aware of my tendency to judge others. Taking that next step of utilizing that question, is this loving? Using that as a way to stop myself in judgment. Take the moment to pause and ask that question. Then making the decision to not say it. I'm going to take that a step further because what I would love to have happen is that not only do I make the decision to not say it, I notice myself having that judgment and release that. If I can do this or when I do this consciously, I can get to the point where I'm not passing judgments. Yes, mom. Yes, mom. Yes, mom. 
how much time am I wasting being judgmental of others? I am choosing to spend time to recognize this tendency and consciously change it. That's going to take some energy to do. It's positive and something that I want to do. So it's worth the energy I'm going to invest to the point when that change is in me, my energy no longer needs to be expended in that way. It's going to free up energy for myself. It's going to be a way to show up in the world more loving towards myself and others. And that in turn is going to have a positive impact in my circle, my environment, my community. You have given us an example 20 years ago, roughly, of the first time judgment came across your radar as something that you wanted to work on. And now here you are 20 years later, circling back, you are in a new evolution of relinquishing judgment and bringing love and energy and light into your life. That is beautiful, magical, and powerful because you are choosing to focus on that. When we focus on one area in our life at a time, we're able to really give it love and attention. You're narrowing your focus and it's going to allow you to blossom in this next evolution. Thank you for experiencing personal evolution with me. Absolutely. It's my privilege. We would love to invite you to join us in this challenge of increased self-awareness. I'm doing it specifically around judgment. You may choose something different. Let's keep this conversation going. What made you aware of it? What steps did you take to change it? What is your experience? Share with us so that we can all continue to evolve in our truth. It is an honor to be here with you. If you liked this episode, please share it with someone. Start a conversation. That is the most helpful way for this community to continue to evolve and grow. If mom and I are totally your cup of tea, please leave a five-star rating. Follow the show wherever you are listening, and we will be back next week. Until then, remember, life is beautiful and you create the magic. Have a good one. Connect with Shannon and Alexis in the Evolving Truths community by visiting evolvingtruthspodcast.com. Links are in the show notes. The artwork for this project was created by Julie B. Salazar and is entitled Celebration from the Inner Landscape Print Series. The Evolving Truths podcast is produced and edited by Shannon Day and Alexis Ray, recorded from the Corner Studio in conjunction with Alexis Ray Enterprises, LLC.